from the Energy Boutique with your energy forecast for Wednesday, January 18th. So the moon is going to be in Sagittarius energy all day. This is a great energy for us. It keeps us kind of high, kind of positive, kind of optimistic and confident about what it is that we want to pursue moving forward. It provides us with a new excitement, a new fire energy. It is essentially showing us where it is that the pain and the struggle that we just moved away from is, is kind of fueling the fire, so to speak, for us to push ourselves into new territory to explore different paths, different directions for us. Now, today is the day that Mercury goes direct, which means that we can expect a lot of intensity in the headspace. We can also expect a lot of cluster Fs with technology, with communication. Yes, it's very Mercury retrograde vibes, but the day that Mercury shifts out of a retrograde and goes direct, we always kind of see the remnants of that. It is seen, it is felt. So if you haven't listened to the astral forecast that I put out for Mercury going direct, by all means, go ahead and take a listen to that. Over the next couple of weeks, we are definitely going to be feeling a lot more clarity. We are going to be feeling a lot more certainty. We are going to be speaking a lot more confidently and efficiently with what we've been kind of tight, been tight lipped about and keeping to ourselves. But we're not in a time right now to jump on making any decisions or jump into any very serious type of conversations. We will see that, you know, the energies do support us in doing these things as the days go on. But today is the switch up and it's not a good day to be doing a whole hell of a lot. We are going to just be overwhelmed and flooded with the energies of this shift. It's going to be very hard to make sense of all of the things that we were illuminated to while Mercury was retrograde. It's going to be very hard for us to make sense of this present moment of where it is that we're going from here. If you listen to me for any amount of time, you would know that I describe Mercury retrograde as being under the influence of drugs and alcohol and him coming out of a retrograde and going direct is essentially the drugs and alcohol where off and him coming to and trying to piece together what just happened on this wild night of retrograde and piecing together where it is that he's at getting his bearings and kind of putting himself together so he that, that he can essentially move forward. Now, Mercury going direct at eight degrees, eight minutes is very significant, as you may know, because Mars just went retro or went direct out of his retrograde last week on the 12th at eight degrees eight minutes. It's very significant. I've been talking about it for a while. You can catch up in the January energy forecast, the forecast that I put out for both Mars and Mercury going direct, uh, the 2023 energy forecast for the year. And of course, this week's Ascension forecast as well. So also today, notable mention, we have the annual sun conjunct Pluto energy, which I'll talk about when we get there in today's aspects. But this is a very changing, transformative day. And we've been talking about how this week is very 
changing and transformative because we are essentially closing out a karmic chapter and preparing to enter into a new one. There's a lot of details, a lot of in-depth perspectives on that that I explore through these daily energy forecasts and of course the ascension forecast for this week. But there's a lot of nines this week. There's a lot of indication that we are ending things, that we are beginning something new. And with Mercury going direct, we are definitely entering into a new chapter being supported by the sun and Pluto. A uh, very bright light on where it is that we are renewing ourselves, where it is that we're taking our power back, where it is that we are going to see a positive change, and where it is that we are essentially bossing up to a new strength and discipline within ourselves. We'll talk about that in just a minute. So there are 14 different aspects here today, which means that it's a super busy day in the cosmos. 12 of those aspects involve the moon. The moon is going to make a positive aspect with Venus right out of the gate. Now, if you listen to yesterday's forecast, you would know that Venus was in some some very troubling times yesterday with Mr. Jupiter. We had a little bit of a breakdown in our perspective of our relationships and where it is that, you know, we we just are kind of bored and discontent with some of those relationship dynamics. But you know what? The moon in Sag is here to make everything better. We're focused on the silver linings. We're picking ourselves up. We're focused on the best case scenario. We are definitely jiving in a better vibe here today. The moon goes ahead, bumps into Mercury, which I would say not the nicest situation, but a situation that would provide us with a change in perspective. And that is what this is all about. And especially seeing that this is Mercury's last interaction before going direct does kind of speak volumes. So what volumes are we speaking? Well, our heart and our head might not be on the same page just yet. Because again, Mercury's retrograde, we have a little bit of waking up, sobering up to do before we're going to make sense of them some things. But the moon in Sag is overly excited to get this ball rolling. Why? Because the moon in Sag is focused on the future, focused on a new goal, focused on a new dream, has the confidence, has the optimism to actually believe that we're going to be able to bring it to life. So this is a good vibe. The problem is, is that Mercury, mental plane, retrograde and Capricorn energy is a little bit of a Debbie Downer. We're coming up with all the reasons why it's not going to work. While emotionally speaking, we're trying to align with all the reasons why it is going to work. The moon then goes ahead, sits across from, directly opposes Mars, who is freshly direct in Gemini energy. The Sag and Gemini energy sit across from each other in the zodiac wheel, and they represent the axis of information and belief. So what does that mean? It means that the more information that we bring in, the more aha moments that we have, the more processing that we're able to do, the more our beliefs are changing. Now, the moon in Sag is very happy, very hopeful, very optimistic, very positive about the changes that we are going to make. Mars, who rules our physical energy, our drive, our passion, our desire, even our anger, who is in Gemini energy, the mental field, we are kind of anxious, kind of agitated because we're not gifted with the green light go ahead to actually make a move and actually like see some of the ideas that we've been sitting on come to life. So we can feel very overwhelmed. This is this is a fire and air energy. And what we get with an overwhelming fire and air energy is a 
uh, an out-of-control wildfire that has the ability just to burn everything down around it. Or if it's balanced, meaning if there's enough excitement, enough optimism, enough passion, enough desire, with a clear focus, a clear direction, we're actually able to stabilize that fire and have that fire really support us, not only in keeping us motivated, but in lighting the path towards the ideas that we're actually looking to bring to life. But this is it doesn't feel good. We have to come to a tension point, to a boiling point in order to realize what it is that we absolutely want to take action on. The moon goes ahead, bumps into the true node in not the nicest way. And the true node is our soul's path, our destiny point, trying to get us on the right path to move forward. And the moon kind of interacting with the true node in this way is an opportunity for us to kind of implement something different, a change, if you will. Now, this particular interaction, because it's not ideal, is kind of like us questioning like, okay, I would like to be on this path, but I have no clue how to even get started on it. And then emotionally speaking, we're kind of hyped up in la la land saying, oh, it doesn't matter. Everything's going to work out exactly as it should. And everything's going to fall in place. And the true note is like, okay, that might be true, but not without a little bit of direction and focus and action on your part. So we do have a choice point. Are we just going to sit in la la land in this overrelated state of just hopes and wishes and dreams? Or are we actually going to take an action, even a small one? in order to actually align with the path that we're choosing to walk forward upon. 808, which I think is a very interesting number. Yes, I'm talking Eastern Standard Time, doesn't really matter. 808 is when Mercury goes direct at eight degrees in eight minutes. That is the same degree that Mars just went direct in. Eights are about transformation. Taking the bad, turning it into good, taking the darkness, turning it into light, turning the pain and turning it into power. Mercury now going direct means that, yes, again, it's going to take a couple of days to kind of adjust to this energy, but we're starting to put things together. We're starting to formulate ideas. We're starting to be able to articulate our inner realm in such a way that we're going to be able to speak on it. We are aligning with the new path, with the new idea, with the new vision, with the new goal. We are getting to work on bringing forth some of the ideas and elements that are needed in order to build the system, foundation, and structure needed in our physical realms to house the dreams that we are about to build. It's a very powerful time. I find it fascinating that it's taking place at 8.08 a.m. And it's going direct at 8 degrees and 8 minutes. The patterns, the patterns and the cycles and the seasons, they are all very connected. And I feel a lot of power at the fact that this is taking place at the time in which it's taking place, at the degree in which it's taking place. The moon goes ahead, trines, which is a beautiful energy, with Chiron, the wounded healer. What do we get? We get a brand new truth. We get a brand new perspective. We get a brand new, I'm going to say, understanding of the pain and the struggle and the trauma and the obstacles and the blockages that we just moved through and might still be sitting in and how they are divinely scripted to push us into knowing ourselves, into a brand new strength, into a brand new determination, perseverance. Why? Because we're about to embark on a brand new territory. And as frightening as that may be, it is equally as exciting. 
And to be able to stand in this moment and to be hopeful and confident and positive and optimistic that we're going to be able to do what we need to do in order to bring new elements to life in our reality. Not only are we excited about the future, but we're taking those hints and those clues from our past and what it is that we've already endured, what it is that we've already overcome, what it is we've already grown through and what it is that we've already been able to heal. The moon goes ahead, bumps into Saturn, the Lord of Karma, in a very positive way. And thankfully, in a positive way, it means that Saturn is showing us where it is that, you know what, we're about to set ourselves free. How are we going to do that? We're going to build a bridge. How are we going to do that? Well, we have to analyze what it is that we need to get away from, which Capricorn season has been doing a great job of. And the Saturn energy, karma, roles, responsibilities, systems, routines, foundations, in Aquarius energy, visionary, right? We're thinking about the future. We're zapping ourselves in the future. We're bringing ourselves back to the present moment. And we're saying, okay, what do I have to get rid of? What do I have to change? Because the reality that I imagine for myself that I want to eagerly start manifesting is very different, very dramatic compared to what it is that I'm currently living. So emotionally speaking, the moon being in Sagittarius has us focused on this big dream, this big vision. We're standing in a brand new truth. We recognize where the roles and responsibilities that we've had have been sucking the life out of us. We recognize what is outdated, what needs to change. And again, Sag energy, fire, Aquarius energy, air, this is a beautiful recipe to keep the inner fire and flame lit, to keep our motivation and inspiration up to a point that keeps us motivated, hell bent and determined to do what we have to do to build new elements in our lives, to build, to be the bridge, to get us away from where it is that we're at and closer to, to where it is that we desire to be. 9.40 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the sun in Capricorn conjuncts, sits next to, bumps into Pluto, the great transformer who is in Capricorn energy. Now, yes, it may be true that the sun bumps into Pluto once a year, but this will be the last time that we do so in Capricorn in our lifetimes. Pluto is about to move into Aquarius energy. And the next time that we have this annual little bump in, this will be in Aquarius energy energy. This is the last time because Pluto has been in Capricorn energy since 2008. All of our annual sun and Pluto conjunctions have taken place in Capricorn energy. So let's talk about what this conjunction actually means. First of all, the sun shines a bright light on what it is that we need to be doing, what it is that we need to build. And essentially, it's our life force energy, our ego self. Our ego is not bad. It's what gets us through this human design. So just understand that the, the light is being shone in Capricorn energy, our long-term goals, our long-term plans, the foundation that is needed in order to reach that, the power that we need to stand in, the control that we need to have in order to actually see our vision and dreams and goals come to life. We have Pluto, the great transformer, okay? He does a deep dive in our psyche. He illuminates the pain and the darkness, the shadow realm of our experiences, not to paralyze us, not to keep us in a victim mentality, but to push us into our own individual power. 
Now, Pluto illuminates where it is that we transform in life through death and through rebirth. And what takes place through death and rebirth is a true state of renewal, of revival, of regeneration, revitalization, realignment. Okay, this is a big deal. So how does that actually happen? Well, a certain level of healing takes place. And Lord knows we've been trying to heal. That's what the whole name of the game is. And what we've been healing from is the power struggles that we've been illuminated to. Now on the greater, grander global stage, these power struggles come in the form of this Capricorn energy, which governs over the bigger systems, the banking system, the government system, the health things, the healthcare system, all of those bigger systems that we've been watching just be dismantled and destroyed since 2008. And of course, all a part of the great awakening on an individual level. We all have power. Many of us, all of us at one point have given that power away. What this is about is taking our power back. What this is about is standing in our personal empowerment phase from the bullshit that we just had to go through that we're healing from. What this does for us is it pushes us to the brink where we can no longer stay the same. And of course, we have to change and transform in order to get a different result. The sun is shining a bright light on the transformation that is needed, on the renewal that is taking place. And what this does for us, because Pluto is very intense, is it helps us kind of build up our determination. It gives us a stronger will. It makes us more focused, more determined. It gives us more control over ourselves. It is shining a bright light on what it is that we want to build it is showing us where it is that we have to kind of take our time, again, Capricorn energy, low and slow, to work towards building the systems, the routines, the structures, the foundation, if you will, that's going to be around long enough to house the dreams and the visions that we're looking to actually build. This is a huge energy shift for us to realize our new passions, our new desires. This is a huge shift in paying attention to see what is actually asking for your attention. This is a celebration of how far you've come, what it is that you've been able to accomplish, where it is that you've been able to change and make improvements in your life. And this is also an inventory, if you will, of what it is that you still have left to do. Now, I will say that as beautiful as this energy sounds, we can also tap into the shadow elements of it as we kind of set off into a brand new cycle. And some of those not so nice parts of this energy is paranoia, is extreme negative thinking, is a little bit of a journey into the darker realm of our emotions. This is, it could totally puts you in a funk where you're fixated on one particular thing and it's not a very positive vibe that you're bringing to it. Keep in mind that if you find yourself in the negative realm of experience, this is the darkest point before the dawn. And also keep in mind that we're about to wrap up Capricorn season and we're about to move into this quote unquote dawn when the sun moves into Aquarius energy. Keep in mind that the sun conjunct Pluto taking place at the final degrees of Capricorn energy. 
We have a true intensity to learn the freaking lesson that we should have been learning since 2008. This is like bringing the whole chapter, the spiritual lesson into a full completion. This is like a recognition of the mastery that we've been able to obtain by going through the pain and the struggle and the hardships. So it is a very, very important day, energy, shift, lesson, cycle, season that we are closing up and that we are entering into. Now, shortly after the moon semi squares Pluto, does this feel good? No. Why? Well, because it creates a lot of tension. It creates a lot of conflict. Why? Because the Plutonian energy needs us to be focused, needs us to be hell bent on a path, on a direction. It is no good just to be happy, go lucky, excitable, optimistic, and confident and lack focus, lack direction. Your energy needs a focus. We need to pour into something. That's the downfall of the Sagittarian energy is that it has its hands in too many different things. It's bouncing around. It's scatterbrains. It's so excitable. It's so, you know, very hyped up on the positivity and the optimism of jumping into a new territory that it wants to experience all the new territories. Well, that is a recipe for burnout. That is a recipe for failure because only time that we can bring things to life is when our awareness, our energy, our attention is focused. So this little semi-square is creating a tension point to illuminate to us where the transformation is trying to take place, where the renewal is trying to take place, but where it needs our attention, where it needs a focus, where it needs to kind of put the blinders on and stop bouncing around. The moon goes ahead, semi-squares the sun. Well, this doesn't feel good either. This is an overlap between, you know, what it is that we want versus what it is that we need. This is the past versus the future. The Sag energy of the moon is a fire energy, very excitable, very silver linings, very scatterbrained, very, you know, jumping all around. Well, the sun is in Capricorn energy, kind of in the same vibe, the same narrative as Pluto was like, come on, come back down to earth, come back down to reality. Let's be logical and practical in the dreams and the visions that we're trying to conjure up. Let's put our blinders on. Let's roll our sleeves up. Let's actually pour into something like a focus, like an int intention of sorts. There's a conflict here because the, the restlessness, the bounciness, the excitable energy, the unfocusedness of Sag energy is rubbing the Capricorn energy that the sun is in, in the wrong way. How are we supposed to build something if we can't focus on the instructions on the plans? How can we actually build the bridge to where it is that we're at to get us to where it is that we desire to be? If we're looking around having squirrel syndrome focused on everything other than the plans other than the task at hand. This is why this is a semi-square. This is why it's a conflict. This is why it's a tension point. The moon bumps into Uranus in not the nicest way, which would suggest that there is a little bit of a disruption to our lives, to our energy, to our thoughts, to our plans, if you will. Maybe this shakeup, maybe this wake up is exactly what we need in order to focus, but it's not going to feel good. 
We have this Uranian energy, retrograde and Taurus energy trying to illuminate to us where it is that we're holding on to dear life, to some of the physical topics, themes, elements of our physical realm that are essentially blocking us from moving forward into the new foreign territory that the moon and Sag wants us to move in. So instead of getting an aha moment and an epiphany, like this Uranian energy usually provides us with, this has us kind of retracting and being a little bit too rigid in our thinking and a little bit too, I'm going to say, resistant in making some of the changes that we know that we have to make in order to free ourselves from some of the restrictions, the limitations that we've already kind of been fully aware of. And it really goes against the grain of the Sag energy wanting to take us into a new path, right? How can we move on to a new path if we're holding on to the new elements or the old elements for dear life? There's a conflict there. The moon bumps into the true node in a positive way. We get a little bit of help. What does this mean? Well, the true node is showing us the path that we need to be on in order to actually reach our soul's potential. And you know what? We're all about hype with this moon and Sag. We're all about it. But here's the thing. We're not actually taking logical, practical, physical steps forward in the path that we need to be on. It's more of an emotional thing. We're trying to hype ourselves up. You know, this Sag energy is, is the true hype girl of the Zodiac, if you will. We're trying to be optimistic. We're trying to be positive. We're trying to be confident. We are we do realize that we are biting off more than we can chew. We are conjuring up a bigger dream than maybe is actually achievable. But right now, it's better than losing ourselves in the negative narrative and finding ourselves in a state of paralysis that prevents us from moving forward at all. So we're going to run with it. Now, the moon sextiles Venus, which is a beautiful energy. We are making a lot of progress in seeing our futuristic vision and what that means for our relationship dynamics. As you may know, yesterday we had a little bit of a kerfuffle in realizing that we're kind of bored, kind of discontent with some situations in our personal relationships, likely tied to the safety, security, stability that many of those relationships aren't providing us. We've had a little bit of time alone to think about it. We've had this kind of disconnect and detachment energy being an Aquarius energy to provide us with a bigger picture on what it is that we actually want, need and desire. And we have a new truth that we're standing in because we just realized a lot. And that Sag energy is trying to show us where this new truth is leading us to having to make some changes and adjustments to the energy exchange in our personal relationships. So this is a good vibe, which means that, you know what, we are emotionally identifying what it is that we want, need and desire, especially when we project ourselves in a futuristic realm. And then we bring ourselves back to the present moment and take a good look around and realize all that has to change, including the people in it. If we stand a chance in hell of actually manifesting the vision and the dream that we're so excited to pursue. The last aspect that we have today is the moon making a very positive interaction with Uranus. And, you know, earlier we had a not so nice interaction with Uranus. This is a positive one, which means that we're having an aha moment. We're having a shift in our perspective, in our understanding. We are recognizing where it is that a spontaneous change, mostly a disconnect and a detachment from some of the physical realm attachments that we would have identified earlier in the day that are blocking us from actually moving forward. We recognize where it is that that change is really needed if we stand a chance in hell at recreating a reality that is in resemblance of the dream and the vision 
that we just kind of conjured up for ourselves. Now, the moon being in Sag energy, Uranus energy being retrograde in Taurus energy, there's a lot of belief system changing, especially where our roles and responsibilities are, where our routines are concerned, where our relationships are concerned, where our money matters are concerned. We're recognizing right now that the cluster F of situations that we find ourselves in in our current circumstances are due to the limitations of belief that we actually have within ourselves. Sometimes we don't think that the dream and the vision that we want to manifest is even possible because we've never seen any kind of remnants or evidence of that here in our physical realms. Well, why is that? Well, because we live, our ego selves live under the limitation of belief that we've been conditioned to believe all of these years of our existence. It takes an actual change in your perspective, in your understanding, in what it is that you actually believe is possible for you to free yourself from the restrictions that you have been living under. And that's what this Uranus retrograde and Taurus energy is all about is to show us where it is that we're blocking ourselves, where the restrictions are, where the obstacles are, where the challenges are in just letting go of some of these physical realm elements. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about people. I'm talking about possessions. I'm talking about, you know, uh, titles, routines, all of these physical realm situations that create our everyday life experience. What do we need to switch up? What do we need to totally transform and change in order for us to see that anything is possible the minute that we give ourselves permission to actually believe the possibilities can come true?